Tiger fans, get ready for episode 257 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast to be notified of all future episodes. Apple Podcasts and Spotify video users, rate and review the show. And everyone, go follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. And you already know what it is. Back in the booth, we got the whole crew, got the squad with us today. Starting with Ken Clark. What up, baby? What's up, B. Corey C. We got the we got the whole team in the building. What up, Zoe? What up, the big Aristotle? What's up, baby? What's up, King? What's <laughs> up, Zoe? What's up, Corey C. What up, what up, man? We got a first shout out to our boy Shaq, the big Aristotle, finally showing his face, making his video debut. You've all heard the voice. I get messages every day. Who is Shaq? Who is the big Aristotle? You know, he's not on social media. I'll be on social media very soon. Very you, soon. No, he's on social media, but he's incognito. I know which accounts you're coming from. I know when you're like in post. Call those lookers. But listen, when you, when you get the commissioner, you get the commissioner of the 1400 Club, Mr. Greg himself saying, who is Shaq? <laughs> he, I have to explain who we Okay, I, I know him. I know him. I know I know of him. So well, welcome, welcome. Definitely have, excited to have you guys on. But listen, it's an honor for me to be on with you three because I usually let y'all run with it and y'all always say Corey come on with us come on with us I say no nah, man y'all just let it roll man I like to sit back and listen to y'all get the knowledge I like to be a fan I don't want to be a host a producer or participant I like to sit back and just listen I remember the first time we came together I don't know if you you guys remember this but it was me Zoe and Ken about to do a show and at the last minute I said let me bring my boy Shaq on they're like who is Shaq I was like, that's my boy yeah. Called up, hey, you want to be on the podcast? Literally, I know he had podcast equipment, mics, and everything. He was ready. I was like, well, no, we just we just, we just audio, no video. He's like, okay, comes on, man. He had a splashing debut. I saw that chemistry between between you three, so I just put you to a test. I said, okay, let's you, you three do a show. And man, we've been off to the races since then, man. Some of our best shows have come from you three just come going to the booth and just giving us that context. So that content, that content. So kudos to you guys, you three. I want to definitely look. shout you out. It's been a blessing, man, and I appreciate that, man. The first time we came together, it was like clockwork. It was. It was like chemistry, man. It was like magic. And I, I've never met these uh, – well, I've never met Ken and so in person. Him. But it felt like we've known each other for like 20, 30 years, man, already. Absolutely. Facts. Absolutely. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Guys, well, you know, it, it's uh, – like we said, it's almost that time. Football season's around the corner. Every time we start really focusing on football and getting excited about the kickoff – to the season we have news just comes out of left field that just catches us off guard we're like what coach prime does it again we should not be surprised by this anymore why are we even surprised i mean think about last season that team we had coming into the fall after the spring we knew we had a squad okay this squad is set let's go we can go undefeated and then out of nowhere you get a name that's coming in like a quay davis added to the team that you already knew could dominate I was like, man, the number eight receiver in the country just falls into our lap. And then a Kitron Evans out of nowhere. Like, man, we got a, a four-star defensive lineman added to this team. And then June, July, August, here comes the James Houston, who's not only in the NFL, that gets added to the team at the last minute. And then right before kickoff, a Malachi Wyman finds his way on the team. And what does he do? Go on to lead the team in touchdown receptions in a handful of games. 
it, again, that's added to a team that we knew could be dominant. So this season, same thing. We're getting new players announced. But more importantly, I don't want to say more importantly, more, but more specifically, we're getting new coaches added to the mix. And Zoe said it, man, you know, we have a full staff, but look at all the GAs and analysts and all these other positions or titles that these coaches are coming in with, man, just adding to the wealth that we already have. But we talked about Coach Brew and, and again, the analysts that we've added recently, but out of left field, man, you, you didn't think it could get much bigger than Coach Brew. But again, out of left field, Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer. I, I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to pre- let's pretend that our audience doesn't know who Mike Zimmer is. Who, who wants to take it from there? Man, look, I, I'll jump first, man. This is a it's a very let me backtrack. <laughs> we we actually got a special assistant to the head coach, which was earthquake shattering as a hire. Versus. And we actually and we actually took that to a whole another plateau by hiring Mike Zimmer. How do you understand? Top like, like, uh, uh, understand, man. We're talking about a coach, man, with NFL experience. Like, not like I've been out of the game for a few years. We're talking about, like literally just a head coach of the Minnesota Vikings just last season, mm-hmm. season before last. I'm sorry, and has great, co- you know, great history with Coach Prime. But also, this guy has been coaching for 40 years, um, multiple stops with the number one ranked defense in the league. Um, has a, he's a even right now, he has a winning record. And also, um, being that he's 66 years old, man, I, I think there's a lot of context that needs to be used with him actually coming to Jackson State that he can actually springboard back to the NFL, believe it or not, because, you know, oh, there's, this, there's this agenda right now with this youth movement of younger head coaches to older head coaches, and it, it's specifically on the defensive side because all the older coaches, per se, outside of Bill Belichick, they're all on the offensive side. And he's a defensive coordinator. So, again, let me go to college, get well-versed with younger people. But here's where he can come into play for Jackson State because, again, I know what the NFL is looking for. I can uh, help with game planning because being that he's an analyst, he won't be able to coach, you know what I'm saying, during the games. He's going to be specific in game planning and instructions with the coaching staff. But also, this is a way to rejuvenate him to get back and segue back to the NFL as well. So, you know, and also not to be long winded, he made a comment about, you know, the pay isn't great, but let me throw a little nugget in there for you guys. He's still being paid by the Minnesota Vikings. Yes. So, so, you know, that's, that's a great thing as well, but this is a, um, 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 a, a groundbreaking <laughs> hire. Man. Yeah, yeah, I was about, he was about to say a gargantuan, a gargantuan, <laughs> but I mean, what, he's, look, right. Some he's right. He's right. 100%. I mean, this, this is another expert on the field this is additional eyes and ears nfl background nfl champion i mean you can't ask for much more in terms of the knowledge this guy's probably forgot more knowledge than most of the people in the coaching staff within the swag wherever we even gather and so have All several right? of the coaches on our staff let me just throw absolutely in. so thanks i mean these guys are coming with a different set of eyes that historically we may not we have not had the luxury of having on the sidelines consistently. Now, have we had it in the past? Yes. But again, that key word is consistency. So I'm happy to have him on staff because, you know, he's definitely going to help out the defense tremendously, give them some set of eyes from the booth, um, help train these guys up, and more importantly, help give these guys an image. 
uh, and a blueprint of what it's going to take to get to the next level, which is what their goal is. So, fellas, I, I love what you said. This is the thing that comes to mind for me. When you think about recruiting, right, some people feel like our recruiting is kind of simmered down a little bit. Not simmered down, but simmered down a little bit. Um, think about it like this, man. You've got a, an actual head coach from an NFL team. And we all know Mike Zimmer. I, I don't – Zoe, I, I mean, I would have to – I'd be hard-pressed trying to remember Coach Zimmer when he was a coordinator. I know right. he said he was the DB – he was the DB uh, coach when Coach Prime was at Dallas. I mean, listen, in, in what was that, 95, man, I wasn't paying no attention to no coordinators. <laughs> I know Mike Zimmer as a head coach. As so a this head, is what head I mean. coach. It's, and the, young, that, and, and the younger that, generation, can the players. Yeah. So the man that's now on campus as an analyst at Jackson State, is a man that was in the war room putting it, sending in the selections on the NFL draft wow. Thursday, Friday, the whole entire weekend, right? That's deep. So, the Vikings so draft very critical. well. Man, I'm telling you, and they, they have. So when you think about it, to bring Coach Zimmer in, and I love the point you made, the fact that I know he said that the pay isn't very good, but once again, Coach Prime has put Jackson State in the news has put them at put us at the forefront of just all the college football. There is nobody. I, I get the, the big boys doing what they do, but there is nobody doing and making the waves that Coach Prime is doing at Jackson State from a college football standpoint. I mean, this is this is bigger than anything I've ever seen because you don't really see anyone of that magnitude come down to this level and take yeah. the role that he takes. You don't it, see this just, happening on the Power Five level. This, this, That's what I'm saying. No, let alone an HBCU. So I'm saying, like, when this first happened, my first reaction was, I'm going to need some time because I, I really got to, like, let this digest. I don't want to run out and just spout out a bunch of words. So, what I tell you, we, we tried. I'll, when Zoe sent me that, because uh, I was working, when Zoe sent me the picture, I had one word wow. And I still, I'm still at also, I don't have a whole lot, but all I think about is recruiting, right? When you think about that, I know we had Dennis Thurman and all the – I'm not going to go through all the coaches' names. Y'all know who's on the staff. But to add Mike Zimmer, a head NFL football coach in Jackson, Mississippi, man, at Jackson State University, and he's he's physically touching our players. You tell me that recruiting isn't going to be a big thing. So so one last thing, and I, I not to be long with you. When these players, these big-time players go on these visits, guess who we can go let talk to them? Guess who we can go put in front of the families? Imagine Mike Zimmer and Coach Prime and Dennis Thurman and Tim Brewster having a conversation with a family about their young man. Oh my goodness! I, I'm gonna stop right there. Y'all, y'all go ahead and take. It. I mean, you, I mean, you, you can you can make the argument that this is a full fledged NFL staff. All right, hmm. you can make that you can make that logical hmm. argument. I mean, and you got you got a good mixture of old school, new school new age if you will i mean you got you have a variety of of ages for these coaches that can definitely re relate to these players if you need a hard-nosed coach you got that you got you got a you got a former head coach on the minnesota vikings who we're talking about right now who can definitely come in and have a fresh perspective and say hey kid this is what it's going to take to get to the next level this is what the this is what the scouts are going to be looking for. This is what the teams are going to be looking for. This is what they're not going to be looking for. 
These are the mistakes that you cannot make. These are the things that you can you can improve upon. That that amount of uh, of wisdom is invaluable for a kid who wants to make it to the next level. And so you're getting it on a consistent basis, on a consistent daily basis at practice. I mean, if you if you're a recruit right now for 2023 class, you're looking at this saying, "Wow." Think, wow. think about this, you know, years ago or a couple years ago, if you had a, did a pros and cons list in terms of going in HBCU versus not or, or the reasons to go or reasons not to go. Until I'm talking about football, that list was very lopsided, right? Why? Yep. If you have a power five offer, sorry, right? It really weren't many reasons. I don't want to say weren't reasons to go, but looking at it from their standpoint, they probably didn't. It wasn't recruit. popular. Yeah, they didn't see the reasons. But look at how that list is kind of becoming. Because now if you talk about all the reasons yeah. to go to a Jackson State, I mean, what are, now it's easier to say, what are the reasons why you wouldn't want to go to Jackson State? Yeah. I mean, TV, well, I mean, okay, we're playing on TV, ESPN, all the games, the family mm-hmm. networks, coaching staff, mm-hmm. NFL experience, right? The exposure, the NIL deals. I mean, you just go down the list, we're checking everybody. Like, what box are we not checking right now? Maybe we can't give you a million dollars, but I won't leave. I'll leave that one alone. <laughs> Well, that's a good point. How many, how many Power Five schools can say that? And I know you got some big blue blood programs up. Maybe so you can take this and shack you too. Um, how many of these big programs can really go and tell a recruit, we're going to be on TV 10 times? We got an 11 game season. Now, actually, it's going to be 11. We just don't know who's going to pick up Tennessee State, Jackson State, but we fully expect that game to be on mm-hmm. TV, whether it be a delay or whether it be live. But the point I'm saying is when you talk about what Shaq just mentioned when he says this is a legitimate NFL staff. Now you're talking of you couple that with you're going to be playing on national TV. ESPN. Now I know coach prime isn't satisfied. He won't ABC, NBC, right. and all the other TBS, but nevertheless, 10 games. Think about mm-hmm. some of the FBS schools though, that probably won't even have 10 games on national TV. Cause I'm going to tell you, I live in Austin, Texas now. UT being a blue blood program, there was times where guess what? I couldn't watch UT even on the UT Longhorn mm-hmm. Network. You had to watch a what they call it a, a, a semicast, whatever it is. I don't know, but you basically had to watch the score, but you couldn't watch the actual um, the actual mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. No, I, I was just going to add to that. You know, when it comes to NFL culture and NFL coaching, when we bring a recruit in. We literally check every box because we go from position coach to defensive coordinator to head coach. So when a recruit comes in and talk, you know, again, Mike Zimmer was just a head coach last season. So when right. he's telling you this is what I'm looking for and this is what we're going to need in the NFL, because, again, this guy is very well could be in the NFL next season. This is not far-fetched. He can literally be back in the NFL next season. Easily. And if he, and if he is, this is coming from a reputable source. He's a he's a he's a known coach. I mean, this guy drafted you know, Justin Jefferson, who's one of the top five receivers in the NFL. You know, and so uh also I wanted to mention too with Dennis Thurman, uh one thing that Zimmerman was known for was running that double A gap blitz, you know, so he can actually help to implement other things to this defense that's already stout and nasty as it is. So The other thing I really believe is nasty as we already are on the defensive side of the ball. I think we're going to implement even more things to make us more stout and more nasty because now I really fully see us running an NFL defense. And mind you, one caveat, there's only two other returning starters outside of Shadour at quarterback in this conference. So that actually bodes well for us knowing that we got we're bringing in not only an NFL head coach, but a defensive stalwart 
to go along with Dennis Thurman. So this is a huge, huge big deal. And I, I really don't think it's getting the traction that it deserves. I mean, it was all on sports television today, but it, it really should be a lot bigger than what it is. Well, I think it's because, like I said earlier, why are we still surprised? I think uh, it, it's, it's, it's Coach Prime, it's Jackson State. It, 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 it's, it's almost expected for him to give us these things now, right? So I don't think that's – I think that's why it's not getting the traction that it, you know, you would think it would get. But just in a in a vacuum, in a vacuum, Mike Zimmer going to an HBCU to coach, be on the staff, that should be headline news. That should be big a big deal. That, big that deal. would be. That would be headline news for any school in its way. In the country, in the country, period. If he went to North Dakota State, people will be talking about like, wow, he he went as great as that program is. That's that's not to take anything away from them, but to say, wow, he he went down to North Dakota State. Wow. Yeah. You know what, fellas? I think think one of the things I want to mention with this is something. Remember, Coach Otis Ridley, our very own Coach Otis Ridley, had a chance to go intern in Minnesota with Zimmer. So let's. It's not just so much as the players that that's going to benefit from this. You also got coaches that aspire to elevate to the next level and to matriculate to maybe the NFL. He can. That's what I'm saying. So think about the connections that he has, and think about every coach on his staff now is going to be rubbing elbows with a freaking NFL head football coach that has connections that could very well be getting another job somewhere soon. Sometime, who knows? But even if he doesn't decide to play, I mean, coach in the NFL anymore, this is a phenomenal opportunity for the staff. Because what do we all know? Coaching is about what? Relationships. Yeah, and, true. I mean, coach, head coaches and, and they, coaches are uh, – uh, uh, hires usually come from, like, most coaches are loyal. I'll say it that way. So you build those relationships. A lot of those opportunities come from who you know or and, and so forth and so on. So it's a multitude of things that – we, we can't really just dissect in a short 10, 20-minute segment about just how big of a move this is. I think about it from the coaching standpoint, the recruiting standpoint, and it's just – it's a win, win, win all the way around the board. But I, I just – I think about that because I know TC had a chance to go up to uh, the Titans, but to have Zimmer now on the staff and Otis was up there with him, this is just – this is a home-run situation for us, man. And like you said, Coach Prime does it again. Does again, and let me let me touch on something that Zoe has mentioned a couple of times, just in terms of Coach Zimmer, you know, possibly or probably, I would say probably getting back to the NFL. A lot of times when a coach loses, especially a head coach loses their loses the job, they have to go down a level to kind of reestablish themselves, right, and uh, get back out there and get back up to the level that they were already on, whether that's Power Five going down the level. But you see that often, right? You taking a taking a lower level job, right, <clears throat> uh, just to keep your name out there and then reposition yourself to, to go back to the level that you're on in, in the NFL. But do you really think that he had to make this move in order to remain on the NFL, NFL radar? No, I don't think no. so. I think he no, has the cachet. So. He's established. I think he could have taken a year off. He could have taken a sabbatical. He could have become an analyst, and he's going to always be in the mix, whether it's a head coach job or a defensive coordinator job. He would he could be back in the NFL any year that he chooses. But he so he chose to come and do this. He didn't have what did you do or say? These players are here because they want to be here, not because they have to be here. <laughs> that applies to Coach Zimmer. He wants to be here. He doesn't have to be here. He could, he could be, be in the somewhere right now. Yeah. And let me let me say this too. Let me say this too, because I'd be remiss if I don't mention this point too. Uh Mike Zimmer is well connected in the same manner that Deion Sanders is. 
Mm-hmm. So another another facet that we can that we can't overlook is he can be an ally for help with resources as well. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as he got there, Prime took over over two of the campus. They went and looked at the weight room and other things as well. So mm-hmm. he can actually be a resource. You know what I'm saying? He can be, I'm sorry, an ally for or another source to help with resources, you know, with the upcoming facility upgrades that we're possibly doing or just any other thing that Prime feels that the program need. He could be a resource for that as well. And he could yep. be an advocate for the need of it. One thing that Coach Prime said is that, you know, his standard of excellence is just so much higher. Like he opened our eyes up to what could be, right? We we think, you know, our vision is, is here, but he shows us a vision that we would never even thought existed, right? Or we could have. And why? Because he's done it and he's seen it at the highest level. So he knows what it should look like what it should look like and he's not going to settle for less so now you have a tim brewster who's a power five guy who knows what it should look like you have a dennis thurman who's the nfl guy and i can go down the list right a coach prime but now you have a coach z who again he's fresh out of the nfl he knows what it should look like he's not going to say well i'm in an hbcu so i guess they're not going to have be able to have this have that now he's going to say no this is what a football player needs to grow and develop and you better believe he's going to push to try to get it done all facts all facts. And, and, and Corey, one more thing too, because we have to make we have to mention this. Coach Zimmer is on the record stating in Coach Prime's office that hey, we need other entities to invest in Coach Prime because when I've seen what he's done with the resources as well as with his own resources, mm-hmm. I really believe that Coach Prime at Jackson State could compete with the Georgias and Alabamas of the world. I truly believe that he's, he's on not record talking. for saying that he's, he's not, not just, just talking, talking. and he's on um, record for saying that. But you know, but you know, we see it. We got our blue and white glasses on. Right. So, you know, we, we homers, we homers, we homers. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you, you, you can call it what you want to call it. You can't deny that. I mean, but then too, you got Coach Zimmer on camera saying how much he, you can tell he got love for Dion. Then you got that, faint, that infamous sound clip where Coach Zimmer is actually in the press conference and he's like, it's Dion. He's calling yeah. it. And I, it just goes to show. One thing he did say, he said, I'll do anything for Dion. And you know Coach Zimmer doesn't have to be here. But to to be here shows that Coach Prime is big on relationship capital. We just recently had a chance to speak with Cray, Cray Lyles, and he had some a story to share about the relationship that Dion Sanders has had and how he's been able to get people connected. So Coach Prime coming to this HBCU space has just been an absolute blessing, man, for Jackson State and HBCUs in general, but I, I this will take me a while, though. This is like that Travis Hunter news to get Coach mm-hmm. Mike Zimmer, a head NFL football coach, yeah, is a man. defensive analyst at Jackson State University. Not even a head coach. Somebody, like, like, listen, if if he pre prime, obviously, because we have Deion Sanders as our head coach, but just think, man, two years ago, if it would have been unbelievable. We hired Mike Zimmer as our head coach. That would have just been, I mean, we wouldn't have been able to believe it. But again, right now, he, he's on the staff as an analyst. He's not even the head coach. Think about that. Hey, man, you got three Super Bowl rings on campus right now. Yep. <laughs> That's yep. a good point. That's a great point, man. Yep. Oh, my goodness. You took, I'm sure. You took, I'm sure. You actually I'm sure, took I'm my sure thoughts, though. So, yeah, Go ahead, Zach. You took, you, no, he took my thought. I mean, when I, I was about to say that we got three Super Bowl rings on, rings on campus. I mean, the amount of game planning, game day analysis, behind-the-scenes scouting, um, player preparation, player analysis, you name it. I mean, you have a wealth of expertise and knowledge to rely on now. 
Um, dare I say it, but these guys, Prime has assembled a staff that is undoubtedly going to prepare all of these kids, not only for the next professional level of, of the NFL, but the professional level in terms of building relationships that go beyond just a playing career. Right. Some of these kids are going to get opportunities to, to maybe become scouts themselves. Some of these kids are going to get opportunities to go work at the NFL network, just like we just saw earlier this year. Some of these players may get a chance to go work for ESPN. I mean, the relationship and the behind the scenes networking that comes with this man is so invaluable. Definitely. Well, even Definitely. now we, uh, if we can go ahead and put it to bed, man, we unequivocally have hands down the best coaching staff in all of FCS. It's not even up in the all day. the country. I ain't well, saying no FCS. We got the best coaching staff in the country. And you can say I got my blue and white glass on all you want. There's no college coach. There's no college in America. Maybe with the exception of maybe in Alabama or you can say Miami. But listen, man, there are not a lot of coaching staff that, that is that is similar to what we have. Could you imagine this real quick and I'm done? Listen, I'm going to run this down real quick, though. Defense coordinator, Dennis Thurman. Defensive line coach, Jeff Wheat. Jeff Wheat. Now, you got Mike Hart. I mean, you got Coach Hart um, as a linebacker coach. But you got Kevin Mathis as your DB coach. Who was coached by Mike Zimmer. He got coached. <laughs> He's a This is crazy to me, man. I'm sorry. I just, I'm just saying. All these NFL guys. Just saying. So, right. So, so you're saying, you know, best staff in the SWAC, best staff in the FCS, best staff in the country, right? You would have said that prior, possibly prior to Mike Zimmer. Maybe not best in the country, but you was you would have put our staff up against anybody. So now with Mike Zimmer, you definitely would have said, "So I'm sure best staff in the country." But days after that, I think maybe one day after that, when we have a staff that you consider the best in the country, we add added to it. Louis Aguilar. Louis. Wow. So, so I'll let you take it. Take it from there. For those who don't know, we have some, you know, some uh, casual football fans watching Tiger Talk. They're just Jackson State yeah. fans, but they don't know Louis Aguilar. But tell them. Yeah, the I, I, I'm, I'm showing my age. And just so <laughs> Louis Aguilar was a great Great kicker for the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, and another thing, he has special teams coaching experience in the in the NFL with guess who? New York Jets. Go figure. Right. So it's another <laughs> NFL coach on the roster. Back to back. He was in a, he's an NFL an special announced. teams coach with the Jets. Hey, you don't think that so has he can't, to do with Rex Ryan, do you, bro? <laughs> I mean, I'm just go ahead, man. I mean. And look, he 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 came in last year, worked out with the guys for one day. Now everybody knows, you know, our kicking game wasn't wasn't the greatest, but again, he came in one day. One day well, now we say, hey, man, one day came in, but we see how the season turned out. So, hey, man, I'm gonna come, come in this thing, time. and I'm gonna come in here full time and work with you guys, man, because you know, so I'm gonna put my name on it. I'm gonna put my name and my stamp on it. Now, if I can coach for the Jets, I know doggone well I can come down here on Lynch and Dalton Street and get you guys right. And it goes back to what Coach Prime said. I'm taking all of my weaknesses and making them a strength. Listen, when Coach got, Prime talks, we better write it down and we better mark his word. This man doesn't just talk just for the hell of it. This man. Batting a thousand. Say it, Zoe. You took it from note. We got to let Zoe say it. He's what, Zoe? Batting a thousand. There you go. Look out, Shaq. And, what you and it's, man, it's, it's amazing that people still doubt him right now. Like, everything that this cat has said he's going to do, he's done it. 
and, and he, some things that he didn't even tell us he was going to do. <laughs> well, hey, said, I got to correct you, Shaq. Keep going. I got to correct you, Shaq. They not they not doubting him. They like day day right here. I hope. <laughs> He ain't gonna get it. He ain't gonna get it. I hope he don't get it. That's what they saying. Prime ain't gonna win. He ain't gonna win. I hope he don't win. Oh man. But man, but but no, but you but you're right. But every every single thing that he has said when he was announced as the head coach in the AAC, I still remember it like it was yesterday. Everything that he said in terms of his vision, his expectation, and what he was what he wanted to do with this program, he's doing it. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about that press conference. A couple of us were there. I was so much in awe that he was the coach. I heard what he was saying, but it was going in one and out of the other. Right. I was, you know, I'm saying to myself that, okay, that's great. What you're saying. Like, uh, it was just a blur. I was just like, wow, this is the answer. But later now that you go, cause Zoe talked about, Hey, go back and listen to it. Go back and listen to it. So I took Zoe's mm-hmm. advice. I went back and just listened to it. He just paid mm-hmm. attention. Now that I'm over the, the, awe, still not over the, awe. it's still wild. Deion Sanders, our coach, but still, right. Just listen to him. And if you take a, do a check, Check box, uh, yep. check, yeah, checking the boxes is what I'm trying to say. Yes. Okay, he said that. He said that. He did it. He said, wow. "Yeah." Is this guy like a prophet? Is he like a like? Would you do it? Psychic. <laughs> I'm, I, no, I, I mean, I actually, he just look. He just walked the walk and talked the talk. That's man, it. Look, I, I'm yeah. telling you, I watched it so much. I memorized the last bit of it. He said, "Look, we gonna win. I'm gonna take care of that, but we gonna you have know what, fun." Man? We're gonna look good while we win. Sonic, we're gonna have we're gonna have a good time when we win, Sonic Boom, and we're gonna do this thing professionally. And I'll be doggone, he batting a thousand with it. Well, we, no, we no, broke we out will. the room on everybody last year. He said we're What's gonna that? dominate. He said we're gonna dominate. Yeah, we gotta dominate. Man, I think uh I think Coach Prime is a walking example, honestly, of um of when someone says what is um the soul of man thinking. And so shall it be. You know what I mean? Yes. You can you can affect a lot of what happens to you based off how you think. You get what I'm saying? So um, everything that he said, he's he, he's been about it. He's lived about it, and he's set about to to make it happen for him. And, and I, I only thing that's left now is what domination, right? Dominate, so we got to dominate everything and finish. Come dominate and finish. We got we got to see everything come to fruition and actually uh, come into the reality of domination. But to the point, like you said, we had a recent show talking about how do we improve on the areas that we were already uh, good at to take it to the level of dominance. And he's done everything he could to uh, address those needs. I think the defense is going to be even nastier. We talk about how good the defense could be, but now you add an analyst, of an NFL head coach. I mean, that that's going to take – I think it takes it to the next level. And I, I love to be a fly on the wall listening to Coach Zimmer and Mathis and – and, and Thurman and everyone in the room putting together a defensive game plan as they're breaking down film. And guess what they get to do, Zoe, Shaq, and, and Corey? They get to scout fam you. And, and, and what, what we got, about 10 days, to, uh, 10 to 12? We got less than two weeks. I don't, don't quote me on the days, but we got less than two weeks before our opponent goes out and plays their first game. So what they're going to get a chance to see is what they're going to roll out on the field. So they get a whole extra week to game plan and put together a game plan for FAMU, which is supposed to be a tough game. So I'm, I'm excited to see what they're going to be able to do together. No doubt. No doubt. So 
when those two we're talking about Zimmer and Aguilar when they you know we, we first saw that they were on campus we're thinking oh they're just visiting right they're, they're visiting for the day but then we find out that they are they're official they're analysts or whatever title you want to give them they're, they're with the program that was music to our ears but every day it seems like we find out of visitors who are there that are just you know mind-blowing like wow this person is on campus starting with most recently Mr. Jim Nagy right right there on campus oh, yeah. in practice he is the executive director of the Reese's Senior Bowl. So for, I mean, it's it's been a struggle for a Jackson State or an HBCU or even an FCS program to get a player invited to the Senior Bowl, right? So not right. only are we positioning ourselves to have multiple players invited to the Senior Bowl, but the executive director of the Senior Bowl is coming to Jackson, Mississippi, coming to Jackson State in August before the season has even started. Think about that. And you remember yeah, the man. tweet? It, it, oh, maybe you can help me with the tweet. You remember the tweet last year when we were talking and um, Jim Nagy made, made some comments on Twitter in relation to, I may have been a little while, Coach Prime would uh, develop some players that would be worthy to come to the senior bowl. So to see him on campus, I actually retweeted it and I said, this is big. You know who was the first person to like that comment? Jim Nagy. It was Nagy. And, and he actually commented. So I was like, this is big because I'm like, you know what? It, take the emotions out of it. Forget all the other stuff. Forget what happened last year. <laughs> to have this, Corey, you made a great point. It's hard to get an HBCU player invited in general. How many players we got invited last year? Maybe one, maybe. I think it was the Jatari Carr, I think, was the only one from Southern. They got an invite. Was um, Sylvester Morris the last Jack State player to get invited? I could be wrong. Somebody correct me. No, we'll have to. I'm trying I'm trying to remember if uh Jamar got uh invited. I can't remember if Jamar oh. did. Okay, but, well, but Carrie, it's, it's been a while either way. Sylvester yeah. was in thousand FYI. So yeah, Chad and Rashard was in uh was it and Rashard Anderson. Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry about that. So so finish the point of regards to why the senior bowl is so important. If you go back and look at the um the players that actually got drafted. The probability of those players getting drafted that go to the senior bowl is extremely high. So actually having him on it campus is. to 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 matriculate that into seeing how cool would it be to see a, a DeJohn Nugget Warren getting an invite or Aubrey Miller getting an invite or Greg Great or John Huggins or Isaiah Bowen, the list goes on and on and on. We could we could easily see three or four Jackson State players because we got such dynamic players on offense, defense, as well as special teams. So you know, I think it was huge, Corey Zone Shaq, to have uh, Nagy on, on the campus. And, and for him to present Coach Prime with the number 21 Reese's Peanut Butter, um, Reese's Senior Senior Bowl jersey. I thought that was pretty cool. It was a really good look. And that, I saw, that also helps with recruiting because the yes, players man. are going to see that as well. Go ahead. But, but also that goes with that, man. You look at everything that's happened just since, I'll say since the beginning of the season. Well, the beginning of this year. You know, there is nothing FCS that you see with Jackson State. I would even go on record to say that we have been the most prominent college football program or brand-wise in the country, FCS or FBS. You've heard Jackson State more than you've heard Notre Dame, more than you heard Alabama. Uh, our name is is out there in every facet. From the team to head coaching hired to analysts being hired to any and everything that you could think of, Jackson State name has been out there, and that so goes back to what I always say that there's nothing FCS about uh, about this program. 
let's put that into perspective because I'll be honest, that sounds like a, a blue and white glasses statement. So I'm going to be the uh, let, let's play. Let, let's go down that path. Right. Let, let's back that up. Right. And, and obviously we don't have the facts, so we still can't back it up. But we can just kind of give you some real substance and some opinion to that, because that's a bold statement because we're talking about Alabama and, and teams like that. But so we all have Bleacher Report on our phone. We get the alerts, ESPN and all these you know apps. Right. And I, so and I don't think you subscribe to Jackson State notifications on Bleacher Report, right? I think you subscribe to college football notifications on Bleacher mm-hmm. Report. Is, is that fair to say, right? Just mm-hmm. that's, I don't think that's it, the way right? it goes. So mm-hmm. how often yeah. – I, I wish we could have been tracking this, like, over the past two years. Every college football notification that we've got on Bleacher Report, uh, ESPN, and so on, like, how many times it was about Jackson State? Okay, Coach Prime – was hired. Uh, they signed Jazan Warren at that time. That was a breaking news on the ESPN ticker. Travis Hunter, Sports Illustrated, Mike Zimmer. And I know I'm forgetting Coach Prime donates his uh, half Kevin his salary. Coleman. I mean, Kevin Coleman. Like, how many times have you gotten an alert on your phone for Jackson State? I'd be I'd be interested to know how many uh, times those other schools have had or people have had. We've got notifications for some of those other schools. I'm not going to say we've gotten the most, but I guarantee you it ranks right up there. And that's to those points. There isn't an well, FCS I'll, I'll in the country that's gotten even close to what we've gotten. Um, but go ahead, Zoe. I'll, I'll yield to you. I, I'll take it a step further. When you factor in everything that's happened, and I mean in totality, no other college program has, has more impressions than what Jackson State has. When you factor in everything, no one has. Not a single school has more impressions. Now, when you say impressions, though, what do you mean by that? Because I know there's been well, some months where if you go to this, like, so from a social well, media we, standpoint, it was it, we took a dip over the summer because we just weren't like posting as much. Yeah, but when you mentioned the dip, that's just basically the post and everything. But when you mention impressions, it's basically okay. saying for let, let me use Twitter for an example. I can have one tweet, and just that one tweet can be not just uh retweeted or liked, it's everything that's all encompassing, even if it's going and being shared through other services and other platforms just within the algorithms. Even when I go through a search, for an example, I can use just Mike Zimmer alone because guess what? On today, it was on Undisputed. It was on Pro Football Focus. It was on uh, First Take. It was on um, uh, Bleacher Report. It was on Sports Now, you see what I'm saying? Once we do anything, it trends. And the last big thing that you happened in college football was the transfer of USC and UCLA to the Big Ten, right? Well, outside of that, nothing else has been dominating impressions. But you know who has? Jackson State. And I and again, I'm listen, I'm not trying to compare I'm, I'm not trying to compare us to Alabama. Please don't take this the wrong way when I put Jack State in the same sentence as Alabama. But outside of Nick Saban's comments about Jimbo Fisher and, and Coach Prime, when was the last time or, or how often is Alabama getting that you're getting that alert about Alabama football? And again, not to take anything from them, they're the favorite to recruiting. win the championship. Yes, George, recruiting. 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 They, they've, they've landed, they've landed yeah. some players, they've sent landed some players. So yeah, you're right. But I mean, consist outside of the recruiting, which is their thing. I mean, everything is about recruiting, I, I, and that's why they are Alabama. But outside yeah. of, of that, you just don't hear many stories. And again, not taking away – that's not to take anything away from them. That's to just talk about how we're – and I don't say we're at a disadvantage from a recruiting mm-hmm. standpoint, but without pulling in the recruit that Alabama is pulling in, we're still able to dominate the headline. So that says a lot about mm-hmm. the program. Facts. Yeah, I agree. And, and eventually – 
Jackson State dominating the airwaves and the media airwaves like that is going to pay huge dividends later on down the road with more recruits. Mm-hmm. Um, because Absolutely. this is a social media generation, right? I mean, everybody's on mm-hmm. social media. Everybody. Except the big Aristotle, but yeah. <laughs> but I am. <laughs> but but at the end of the day, Burner it's, account. About, it's, no, it's about visibility. You said, what you say? Sniper account. Burner account. I'm just, I'm just joking. It's, it's, it's a real account. No, he has a real account. It, it just doesn't stay. Go ahead. Anyway, go ahead. But uh, it's, it's. I mean, this visibility is, is I mean, I the only word that I can say is earth shattering because historically we haven't had this luxury. And now that we have it, I mean, can you imagine what this is going to look like in the next two years? Absolutely. With, with, with some of the, these same trends taking place. Um, you know, my, my only thought process now is who's going to join the coaching staff next? Like what big move is coming down the pipeline? And because we're in it right now, it, for us, it seems big because we're fanatics. We're 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 diehard Jacksonians, all right. So we understand this. But for for the masses, them being in it, they may not understand the magnitude of this moment until a few years pass when they can reflect on it and look through their rearview lens and say, "Wow, Jackson State really did it. They really did." It. And, yeah. and and look and speaking and speaking on visibility. Oh, the irony. You know, we signed Travis Hunter, and oh, he'll never be seen on TV. Man, he'll mm-hmm. be seen on every game. Yeah, that, every those, game. Were the, those were the we Florida State, the, the hurt, the hurt Florida State fans. So we'll, we'll give them a pass. Me, we understand how how heartbroken they were. Let me throw one more thing in there before we uh, get off of this. I said something when we put it in our chat today. I was like, monumental, but sad commentary. Because this is what I didn't like about the commentary. It seems that the narrative is always Coach Prime is doing such a great job at Jackson State that someone's going to come along and give him a better opportunity to go to a bigger institution. Yep. And I don't, all the time. That, that, that it bothers me. It grinds my gears when I hear that because I'm like, Coach Prime literally was saying that he was trying to uh, level the playing field. And I just, you know, we don't know what the future holds, but that's just the one thing that always kind of get me when we're, you know, when we're hearing but, the, the, the other people. Well, well, let me let me put a bow on that. Go ahead, go ahead. I, I'll put no, a bow on. I was that. I was about to say I call them goalpost movers because we've been hearing this since the inception where Coach Prime made it. First thing they said is, "Oh, he isn't qualified to be a head coach. How is he going to perform?" Spring season comes, he has an okay season, but he tells everybody. Wait into the fall. All right. First goal post that moved. He dominated the swag. I mean, dominated the swag. First full season, not counting the, the spring season. All right. And then the next goal post that moved. Oh, you're not going to be able to get the top recruits. You won't ever get a five star recruit. Oh, here comes Travis Hunter. Gets a five star recruit. Goal post moves again. And then the next thing is, Oh, you got old heads on your staff. You got a you got a staff that probably may, maybe can't recruit or maybe can't. Um, uh, relate to some of these players. He brings in Brewster, brings in Zimmer. I mean, so I'm like, at some point, you got to stop moving the goalposts, folks. You got to stop. Right. Yeah. So, so I'll say. I this. mean, if, you, if, if all you can get out, if you can't figure, if, if 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 somehow you can extract some type of, you know, oppositional position from this man, it's just it's it's just an intentional thing. So yeah, uh, monumental yeah. stuff. Go ahead, Corey. I mean, to cut you off. Go ahead. No, no. I was. Uh, what I wanted to say is, 
<laughs> for those who are talking about Coach Prime, first of all, we don't know what the future holds. Uh, and I'm going to go here. We always see, well, you three are notorious for going here, but these are Coach Prime's words. And as Zoe said, he's batting a thousand. When he came, when he was announced September 21st, along with all the other things that he said he was going to do, or he talked about it, come to fruition, he said, and I quote, God sent me here. If God sent this man to Jackson State, I'll just leave it at that. If God sent him to Jackson State, that's what God wants him to be, and he's being obedient, and everything that we know of Coach Prime, he's a God-fearing man. If God wants him here, and this is where God placed him, then all those other things don't matter. The money, and he said, I don't need the money, right? Because trust me, if he, first of all, he just gave away half of his salary. So that tells, I, I want to speak for Pro, Coach Prime, but that kind of tells you what he feels about the salary. If you're willing to give half of it away, I mean, I can't give half away my salary because right, I need it. Right? So he told you what he thinks of his salary. But if, here, you can have it. So again, if, if God, there's something greater at play here, this is not the everyday coach that's coming to an FC, uh, FCS school uh, in order to get on the track to move up to a, a, a bigger school. He's not your prime is not your everyday guy. He, he's a unicorn. So, well, I mean, you, you just said it. So we're spiritual folks, all of us. Uh-oh, so. uh-oh, uh-oh. No, I'm, I'm just call what chapter? What so, chapter? <laughs> you know, hold up. I, I'm, I'm going to say my favorite verse is first John three eighteen, And it says little children, Love one another, not through words and tongues, but through deeds and truth. Has he not exhibited that? There you go. Pa- Pastor Shaq, the big Aristotle. Hey, Joe, you got you to gotta tell us what Rap Phillips said now. You know, I, 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 he, he done gave you an assist, bro. You done gave, he done gave you an assist. Come on with it, Nah, man. We can't, now, we can't give a Rap Phillipsism right now. <laughs> but no, I mean, you, you can't deny it. I mean, I know some people. I mean, no. spiritual belief beside i mean some people may have it some people may not and there's no knock but at the same time if we if we're looking at this from the outside looking in and we see these moves that are being made would the average person have predicted this would no. any of us have predicted we're gonna get a super bowl winning former head coach to be an analyst on the team we're going to get a, a staff full of NFL former players and expertise. And we're going to, we're going to run through the SWAC, the first full season of SWAC of, of, of Prime's tenure. And we're going to get the number one high school recruit in the nation, right. followed by arguably one of the top um, receivers, slot receivers in high school in Kevin. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm asking about, I mean, who would have predicted this? Well, Corey, nope. Corey, Corey, Corey kind of did because I, I have always followed back suit to Corey because Corey gave the perfect analogy. You know, when this thing first took off, Corey was like, "What's better than winning? The, what's what's better than winning the million dollars? Because hiring Deion Sanders was better than winning the lottery." It's better than lottery. Corey said yeah, it. I, Corey said it. Corey said it from from the onset, and it stuck with me. It's better than winning the lottery. And it has been. It's the gift that is the gift that keep on giving. And as prime and as prime stated, you know, the best is yet to come. You know, I mean, uh, for an example, you guys, uh, if you go back to Jackson now, the CFM is roped off. The old unclaimed freight building is completely torn down. And at, at the end of the season, you know, 
they're going to go ahead and start on the pavilion. You know, so th there's a lot coming down to work. We haven't scratched the surface. And again, we're talking about going now to as Coach Prime wants to do and let's dominate this upcoming season. You know, you talk, let's fast forward. It's December of next year. We're 13 and 0. We just won the celebration bowl. We got a, a winning streak against every opponent within our conference. You're on a uh, you're on an uh, an 18 game uh, winning streak. You know, with a coach prime having two full seasons, and now you're talking about upgrading even more facilities. So let's just hypothetically say, you know, we go into the recruiting class in December. We sign a, a top 30 recruiting class, which, by the way, is breaking our own previous record. And it's just like, what else can happen? We can't even fathom what's going to happen. We can't even fully understand or grasp what's coming down the pipe. And that's the hard thing for everybody to deal with because right. it's reality. But see, I'm not lost in that space. I'm soaked. This, I soak this thing in every day. Mm -hmm. I don't have to wait till prime gone three years down the line. I appreciate it. Oh, I love it every day. Like I said, I woke up a champion today. I woke up a champion. I'm about to go to sleep in a few minutes as a champion, sleeping good. And we're going to repeat this year, and I'm going to go sleep like a champion again. So I don't need Prime to leave to soak in all this greatness that we got going on. Because, man, it's that's the hard thing people have. That's the thing that people are having a hard time with. It's the reality of everything that Jack State uh, has going on. They can't believe, like, oh, wow, they signed not just a five-star, the highest-rated recruit ever on record. It's mm. right there, man, on, on, on Lynn Street and Dalton. We're, we're one of six schools in the whole entire country that got two top 100 players. Jack State did that. It's not, it's not, it's not uh, Ken, Shaq, and Corey, and Zoe just talking crazy. That's tangible. It happened. It's real. We've had multiple top 100 players having us in our top five. And, yeah, they committed some other places, but they ain't signed nowhere. Wish they won't get a ring put on some of them. They, though, so they, all they this is real. To, they still got to come to homecoming until they come. Because oh, yeah, Travis was Florida State, but again, what what prime pay? And and let me add homecoming. let me add this too. Let me add this too. For all the <laughs> ones that committed to other places, that J has still went on the table. No doubt. But what what one, th one hey. thing you said, Zoe? Go ahead, Ken. No, ahead. I want to say one last thing to make sure because uh, I don't want to. I want this to get lost. All of our fans, alumni, supporters, those that support Jack State, Coach Prime has been very, uh, and I always struggle with this word, philanthropic, philanthropical, charitable. We got to do our part. As we see him level up, we got to make sure that we level up too. That's why we level up on Tiger Talk. That's why you get to see the big Aristotle tonight. So my point is we don't want to take this for granted and think that, okay, he's just going to keep. And we, we know he's going to do what he do. But I think Coach Prime also wants to see us match his energy. He wants us to dominate in what we do. Dominating giving. Dominating showing up to the games. Dominating being Thanks. supportive. Dominate when any one of these guys interviewing with uh, one of the players or coaches. Dominate by making sure you're tuning in and supporting. And that's all I really got, man. Like I said, this, uh, we, we got to do our part, too. And that's what we're trying to do with Tiger Talk. Go ahead, Corey. I just want to throw that in there. No, good stuff, man. Th thank you for adding that. Uh, I just wanted to point out something that Zoe said that's resounding, man. He said the best is yet to come. I mean, I don't, I just don't see how we can get. I believe, I believe what you're saying, but I just, it's hard to even fathom how it could get better. It's the best. Hey, can we get Sean Payton? Maybe if Sean Payton comes in, Payton, he's still, he's still. <laughs> but, but listen, I wouldn't be surprised if Sean Payton shows up on campus just for you know practice or something, because again, they're, they're hey. showing up these names every single day. Hey, Ken, why are you trying to be funny? Guess what? 
He was a Dallas Cowboy while priming. Uh, hey, that's all and, I'm uh, saying. We're priming with him. Well, one other thing, fellas, before we get out of here, you know, we're talking about all these visitors. Uh, let's not, you know, definitely let's uh, let's shine some light on the fact that these NFL scouts are showing up in droves at Jackson State's practices. Again, we haven't even kicked the season off. We talked about August daily. Yeah, one day there were seven teams, so I can't even remember which teams there, there that it was that on on campus that day. But we're talking about, you know, I'm going to shout out my Niners, Cowboys, Ravens, Jaguars. I mean, every day NFL scouts the, the on campus. The Bears, the Bears game. The Chiefs, the, the Eagles, the Chiefs. I uh, mean, the Jacksonville Jaguars. The uh, like I said, the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, yeah, we. It's been Bears. a lot of them. Uh, the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns are there. Detroit Lions. Shout Detroit. out to James. Well, you know, you know they're coming back, right? But but this yeah, is my no doubt. this is my question, and this is what I want to end it on. I talked earlier about the reasons to go to an HBCU to play football a couple years ago. Now, if you look at that list, it's, it's more more balanced, right? You can find as many reasons to go as you can find reasons not to go. But honestly, like what's left? Like what are the reasons not to go? Because the exposure, right, we'll go through the list and, and tell me what I'm missing. The exposure's there. The NF, and it, well, obviously we talked about specifically Jackson State, but we we understand that a rising tide lifts all boats and the swack as a whole is elevated because of what we're doing. Yes, I said it because of what Jackson State is doing. It's true. Like, it's true. Credit. So the exposure is there. We have to give Coach Prime his prop. Well, we, we've been on TV before. Yeah, you, you have Alabama State. and, and I'm Not every game. For an example. I'm just using it for an example. But the number of games that you are on TV now, especially ESPN, it, it, years ago pales in comparison to what it is now thanks to Coach Prime. So exposure, uh, we're getting players drafted. So you see it can be done. Scouts are on campus. The level of uh, the pedigree of the coaching staff. What, what else am I? Am I the facilities, right? We have the facilities. Uh, at Jackson State, and social, some media, the social media engagement has in, increased for, for across the landscape. Okay, so and don't for, so, and don't forget I, and, and don't forget we're we're in play with NIL with everybody. NIL, that's what, that's what I said earlier. So I think it'd be easier now to list the reasons why you wouldn't want to go to an HBCU. A couple of years ago, it'd be easier to list all. It'd be the opposite, right? But now it'd be you could you come up with fewer reasons why you wouldn't want to go. So what are the reasons now? Let's just be honest. Like if I'm looking at a power five and I'm looking at Jack State, give me the reason why you, you wouldn't want to go, other than this money under the table. <laughs> money over the table. Well, yeah, it's, money, it's, it's the yeah, money it's over, over and under the table. It's over and under. I know. I just yeah, you know, you got and and well, we do know, and and I will say this on Tiger Talk with the fourteen hundred club. Uh, forgive me, coaches, and uh, not that a coach told me this, but if if the coach have a problem with this, I'm sorry, but. Jack State has lost some players due to the, the money being handed out. Some players who wanted to go, their parents wanted them to go, their girlfriends wanted them to go, their aunts. And I can say right. this because these are not only what I'm hearing and being told by people who know, but people who I know personally who want to be at Jackson State. But that that envelope showed up. So that, that, that's that's Rick Ross calls it, that brown paper bag money. Absolutely. Right. But other than that, what like I'm, I'm serious. What are the reasons to go to a Power 5 over an H- HBCU now? Especially uh, Jackson. Yeah. We're talking about the reasons Jackson. are dropping. Football. They're, I mean, they're, they're minimized. Nutrition? Now. That used to be an issue. No, well, I think we have I, I think I think the, the, the reason that you won't see it is that we still got a little bit more work to do in our community. I still okay. feel like a major um Zoe Zo always says, I'm not, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it because I don't want to throw that off on him. You know, black people devalue black things. And that's just been a, a thing that has transpired in our community. Uh, hopefully one day we see ourselves get to a point where from a socioeconomic status standpoint, we start to value culture a little bit more than what 
we have been over the past. Hopefully this movement with Coach Prime gets a little bit of more of that. It's kind of difficult to tell a family or someone to not take money that they can make. But I think the more, this is what I'll say. I think the more we see it happen, the more you'll see uh, more Travis Hunters and Kevin Coleman start to emerge. It's a, it's a, it's a long, this is, we covered this on some previous shows and myself, Zone Shaq, but it's not going to happen overnight. You can't undo how many years, 30, 34 decades, three decades, 40. Of, of, of four decades of, of, of what's been put in place. You can't undo that in two years, two seasons. It's going to take a lot more, but uh, I think it starts at home, Corey, Zoe, and Shaq, where we got to continue to do more of this. We got to continue to tell our story. We got to continue to um, uh, shine a light on the good stuff because, again, the culture's not for sale, but um, – you're running out of you running out of excuses. I just mm-hmm. said that way. That's you're running out of excuses. Let me add something to what he just said because he said a mouthful, and I agree 100, Ken. And let me just add: don't be afraid to operate in excellence. All right, just because in your environment you may not see people doing things that are excellent does not mean that your code of conduct cannot mirror what excellent behavior or black excellence is for us. Be the model for your community. Be the model for your school. Be the model for your team. Because eventually, people, I mean, if there's anything that we know about Black cultures, it's trends. We're trendsetters. And so when you create the trend of operating in Black excellence, these little kids going to want to do that too. So be that image so that they can they can want to mirror that and duplicate that in their lives. Well, to, to echo Ken uh, and yeah, also... To echo Ken and to also quote uh, our lovely uh, head women's basketball coach, we just have one major wall to knock down, and that is uh, the perception. Because at, that's the biggest crux that we have is just the perception of the belittling of the black product. Thanks. And that's the main thing. And once once we do that and we knock down that wall of, of the perception of being lesser than, and I'm not wor- I'm not necessarily worried about the masses outside of black America, to be honest with you, because, yeah, there are tons of us who love it. But even there is a great number of, of those of us who love it, but still devalue it when when you when in comparison to something else. And so when we get to that point where we aren't devaluing it and we're cherishing it and we're willing to put it on a pedestal in comparison to something else. When that starts to change, because believe it or not, fellas, there is a chink in that armor right now because we're a wave and we are that wave. We started that wave. And now these other HBCUs, because as we say, a rising tide lift all boats. We're that tide. Those boats are coming. You know, you know, fam, fam has gotten out there. Southern has gotten out there. Graham has gotten out there. Tennessee State has gotten out there. But we're le- we're leading the charge with Code Prime up front, and there's a chicken in armor. And so now, as that wave starts to rise, and we're talking about over time, you know, we can actually change that thing because there's still tangible things that could happen. You know, we can go play a ranked FBS school and beat them. You know, that's going to break things. Then let someone in the other conference does in the conference does it as well. That's going to break things. We're just studying knocking, as as Coach Reed would say. That's how we're starting knocking down that wall, knocking down that perception. Because once you kill that perception, then there is nothing else to answer your core and to answer your question, core. There is nothing else that can stand in our way because we have the culture. They can't get it. They can't duplicate it. They can play Nick till they can't blow no more. 
It, it ain't the same. We can give you the recipe. You can't duplicate it. I mean, you don't you don't have you don't have the ramp. You don't have the D9. Look, you don't have the ramp. You ain't got the D9. You don't have the same swag with the cheerleaders. I mean, we don't have no no bland bands. Our fans are different. Our swag is different. We are the culture. You can't duplicate it. And it is what it is, man. Hold on. Let me hit the organ. <laughs> Hey Corey, I normally jump in, but that, that was a mic drop. I ain't no, we got we got to go by the name. He got Zoe Phillips fourteen hundred, <laughs> but that's Zoe Delorean right there. Zoe Delorean, aka Zoe Historian, fellas, been another banger again. Honest, an honor to be on the show with Delorean Historian, the big Aristotle, and Ken. He's to the point where he doesn't even need a nickname. He's just Ken now. You know, you know you bad when you got that. Hey, you know, I yielded yeah. my Superman back to Mr. Robert Kent. Respect to the goat, one of the quarterback goats from Jackson State. I'm gonna be Robert Superman Kent. Hey man, I, I, I'll just be Ken Clark, man. He's Ken Clark. Fellas, pleasure. We'll catch you next time. Indeed, indeed. The I love. The I love. Go Tigers. And that'll do it for episode 257 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners and the game. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple Podcasts and Spotify video users. Rate and review the show and everyone. Go follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. And it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Video, CastBox, YouTube, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. As always, thanks for your support. Go Tigers! Hashtag I Believe. Hashtag Pack the Vet. Hashtag The I Love.